Hello, Mr. William Winter. We're back again. Oh, hello, Mark. Yes, this is our second podcast today. Yes. And we're still looking at the at the ocean outside <laughs> Ocean Grove, so we haven't moved very far. Yep. And I think this podcast will be our 71st podcast as we've been going for nearly 18 months and we've had over 5,100 downloads. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know, but it's been interesting. Well, all I can say is that we have spoken to 76 different business owners. <laughs> that has been a lesson for everyone who's listening, I hope. Uh, but there's 76 business owners that, under normal circumstances, we probably would not have sat down and spoken to before. And and even more inspiring, probably, is the fact that we've met some businesses that we didn't know existed. and only by name and now we've met with them and, and a case in point is our last podcast with Aaron Finch from Direct Bore. What an unbelievable business and what a great story and what a top bloke. That's right and that's and that's the surprising thing and I'm not worried about who, how many downloads and the numbers. Um, it's also building our reputation yeah. by default. <laughs> I went to a function last week and this is the second time this has happened to me and a gentleman came up to me and said, uh, I've uh, I love your podcast, and I had to admit I didn't know who he was. Absolutely, and and so this this will be our, our wrap up for the year, and then we'll go into hiatus over the Christmas New Year period, and then uh, we'll start with a vengeance uh, late uh, late Jan, and we've got another list of people to get involved and and chat with, and um, uh, people have stopped avoiding us now. They now they're interested, so that's good. So looking back, Bill, over the. Um, of all the podcasts we've done, what are, what are some of the things that you think have popped out for 2023? What what what's some of the the issues that businesses are, are seems to be a common thread in dealing with? Yeah, and just before I get on to that, it's, there's no doubt 2023 is we've still got the remnants of you know the shutdowns and all the rest of it, and combined with um, issues around costs increases, etc. and uh, which is hurting a lot of businesses. There's no doubt about it. Um, the so, what have we learnt out of all of this, and what are the key issues uh, for? Uh, and most of them are what I call SMEs, which uh, you know, and their businesses. We've been probably up to you know twenty million dollar turnover, thirty million dollar turnover, and some much less than that. But the uh, the lesson is that business is all about people doing business. And that the SM, the the people we interview, it's often and it's highlighted by their leadership and their drive and what's what they do in their own continuous learning. And we'll talk about some of the issues they do. And and the leadership is interesting because we always asked people if we went and interviewed your team, what would your leadership style be? And and a great many came back that they are consultative, that they like to empower, but we also struck a couple that it's uh, command and control. Uh, and, and that might be right in the business that they're in. But overall, there seems to be a genuine desire to support their, their teams, work with their teams, and, and look after the family of their teams in the way they went, go about their job. That's right. And, you know, we've all heard of the... The, the word delegation, and that means many things. But genuinely, the successful interviews we've had uh, with people who understand what delegation is 
and delegation is is always about trusting people and then if you play back some of them it, you can see that they've given trust to their employees and it's not just about as you say the other end command and control and we have come across a couple of those but that's life, isn't it? It is. And and the other part of that leadership is they're also attuned to the fact that as their business grows, it doesn't necessarily mean somebody else within their family is going to come and take over the business, but they're looking for a leader from either within or from without to keep the business going. Yeah, and some some of the, the more enlightened ones, they're all enlightened, but some are more <laughs> enlightened than others, um, understand that it's about people development. And it's if they they sort of look through who they've got, they're prepared to invest in their people, which is important. You know, you remember the old saying, Mark, about um, well, if I train, if I invest in them and I train them, they'll just get up and leave and go somewhere else. Well, the people that we have interviewed certainly don't think about that. In fact, if they train people and develop people, and they go somewhere else and get a better job. The, our um, podcast interviewees are more than happy about that. The other, the other thing that um, struck us is a number of businesses that uh, leaders that uh, we spoke to have used things like disk profiling, um, LSI, to to understand how their people think and their different characteristics, so that they can then work with them. So. I know you do disk profiling, Bill. Tell us how that yeah, might well, help. Well, you're right, and we've had we've come across this on two or three occasions. Um, but the important thing there is they don't just do the assessments on themselves; uh, they actually do it with their staff involved as, as well. And sure, there's a bit of what we call 360 degree feedback, and often that's hard to take. But those that believe in it and those that see the benefit in it, um, they engage all their staff and they get the whole team involved. And we're seeing it, we've seen a bit of that and they are probably the ones that you would say are more successful than others. Yep, they are too. The other, the other aspect that um, popped up in, in a great number of the businesses we've chatted to is that the owner or the, uh, the main leader or the CEO had a mentor or, or a business coach yeah, well, that's right. And once again, it's those that are most successful in business don't think they have all the answers. You know, I'll cast my mind back to my early days. I thought I had all the answers. I soon learned that lesson. Um, but a number of them said, well, look, I've had a, a business coach or a mentor. And in fact, some have said, I've had many. And they come from all walks of life. And they are not just for their business either. A lot of them have people who... It's a matter who can you trust to talk to, who's going to give you the feedback that sometimes hurts but is, and, and on the opposite end is positive. But more importantly, they listen. They listen to the feedback. And one that pops into my head as we're, we're talking about this is Tim Murrell. Tim, Tim from Murrell's um, chauffeurs, chauffeurs and yeah. transport. Tim deliberately would seek people out and contact them and say, can I come and have a chat? Because he felt they had something to share with him and that he could use to help develop his position and his business. So you've got to commend Tim for stepping out of his comfort zone and, and trying to reach out to people that he believed who could help his business. Well, I'll name a couple of others and I hope they don't mind us naming but Chris Davies was another one yes. who sold a very successful business about a year ago. And he'll openly tell you that he's had good mentors throughout his life. 
and even our our last interview, Aaron, with Aaron, uh, he you know Aaron's a guy that left school at year ten, and he'll tell you that he he never stops asking questions and he never stops going to people seeking their advice. So it's so it's it's. Um very important, I think, to have that uh, sort of mentoring or, or sounding board for your business and, and, and to bounce things off because talking to somebody and bouncing ideas around sometimes helps you reach and does help you reach the conclusions that you may have already decided upon, but now you feel more confident about what you're trying to do. Yeah, now going back a bit, uh, I guess over the last year, some of the key issues that have been affecting people that we've come across. Uh, I think the biggest one has been the cost, of, the increased cost of doing business. You know, everywhere you look, you know, whether it be your insurance costs, rents are going through the roof, as we know, particularly in, in uh, strip shopping centres. Uh, if you're anything to do with distribution, the fuel charges are absolutely killing killing you. Insurance uh, costs have uh, gone up. Oh, have they ever? And I've just had recently got some quotes for a client, and I can't believe the difference. Uh, government regulations is is something that's in the back of everybody's mind. The changes to WorkSafe and the the increased uh, cost of operating WorkSafe being passed on to business. Businesses that belong to uh, professional organisations also, I see, have a great advantage because they they can't do it on their own, as we keep mentioning. And and it's interesting, Bill, because you and I are both members of the Geelong Chamber. And so the Geelong Chamber of Commerce, there's Geelong Manufacturing Council, there's the Committee for Geelong. All those organisations can provide help and support to businesses. And you've also got um, Vecchi, Victorian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, that has a raft of online training and provides training skills and advice to businesses, helping them sort through the the constantly evolving change that uh, impacts business. That's right, Mark. And some of a couple of the bigger people that I've come across over the last 12 months also belong to the Australian Industry Group. And uh, they've been, their resor- just like Vicky, their resources are uh, significant behind the scenes. So the, the, the moral is, don't do it on your own. Reach exactly. out and talk to other businesses because the issue you're having is the same as any other business. And we've, we've struck that in going through all our interviews. They've all got similar issues and uh, they share them around so that they can uh, evolve and, and sort through them. I think it was Richard Branson that said no one ever achieved success working on their own. Yep, well, there you go. The other, the other thing that's, um, that's struck us in, in the, is the evolving uh, tech, use of technology and how that's changing and uh, evolving. So when we first started these podcasts, I don't think anyone would have heard of ChatGPT. And yet halfway through our podcast, we've met people that are using ChatGPT uh, to do uh, copywriting or spreadsheets so that that huge change in about 18 months is amazing well it is and even i've learned to use it properly and i've um, started rewriting a couple of books i wrote a few years ago and i'm using chat gpt but the other uh, uh, thing with technology is candor i don't know if you've used it yep but boy what a difference that has made and i take your mind back to when we interviewed Geelong Property Group and the comments we got there. Yep. And, 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 it's, and, and it's, it's businesses not being afraid to pick up on the technology and use it and, and seeking out experts to help them implement it and, and bring it about. Um, and the other, the other aspect of that, obviously, is the, the, the number of businesses we spoke to 
that obviously cyber risk is is a massive issue and and how do they protect themselves their clients their customers but being aware that you know the uh, the weakest point in the organization is probably a person <laughs> well and the, well not so much these days but memory sticks for the culprit in in a lot of this but you're right about cyber security and i would say that of all the business of the 71 businesses we've interviewed, just a handful, understand what what this system is and how capable it is of not eliminating an attack, but mitigating the risk. And understanding that um, third parties that they deal with could be the greatest risk to themselves. So they're, they're aware of it and they're taking steps to deal with it. And again, there are probably some businesses that needed to do it a bit stronger than others as we've, uh, we've had those chats. The other, the other aspect that we've always been fascinated with is the sliding door moments or the, uh, the tipping point, as you call it, that moment in their life where suddenly they've realised what they're doing isn't working and something else has happened in front of them and they've gone, instead of going left, they've gone right. That's, everyone has had that moment, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, and it's not necessarily about the business they're in now, but it's about them as a person. That they go along in life, like one of them, for instance, he had his heart set on being an architect or something. Then something happened, or he 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 went to the enrolled in the wrong course at uni. I think I heard at yep. one stage. Uh, but they've made personal choices that is, and that's the tipping point for them, or so, or they've slid into a another part of life that they never envisaged that they would have before. And I read a book recently about a hundred year life. And everybody has to expect in the future that you're going to have multiple changes in a in your own personal situation, but your business is going to have multiple changes. And 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 nobody's, I think overall, look back to say, "Oh, I wish I'd done that." They they've all grabbed where they've gone, and are enjoying what they're doing, and and evolving and being prepared to take steps to change. Like like Kobe with his his move out of. Uh, Kobe, Cody, Cody, Cody Thompson, Cody is Thompson. In the Philippines. Yes. I don't know why I have Kobe. Cody, like he started off in Ballarat, and here he is in the Philippines running um, massive uh, business support networks. Unbelievable. Yeah, the, the other thing that comes to light uh, only on the weekend, Mark, where if you back go back to one of our earlier episodes, we interviewed a young apprentice chef, Pippa McPherson. Pippa. Yep, and it's so here she is in the uh, Geelong papers over the weekend or today, uh, and she's won the Apprentice of the Year for Victoria. And this is only um, one of uh, quite a few apprenticeships awards she's won. But the reason I mention her is that uh, we don't often come across business owners who have invested in those young kids just coming out of school. And I think if I had to talk about one of the negatives, I think it is that there is not enough emphasis on taking a risk with the young School leavers, so, and either in an apprenticeship mm. or, or or some some format, um, but yeah, she she's a bit of an inspiration, wouldn't she? The way she very unassuming, loves cooking. Her grandmother got her into it, and look at where she's going. That's right, and it's a lesson for for business owners in that don't ignore the TAFE system, yep. uh, and there's lots of funding for it now, but because kids come out of out of their schooling life and. Many of them really are confused and they don't know where to go next. But if you can take on a young person uh, and 
pay for them to do their TAFE course. And you'll develop your future leaders out of that and your future employees. I, very good point, Bill. There's not, there's not enough in that. And I think, um, you know, one of the themes that we picked up with a lot of folk that they all started work as a, um, as a teller in a bank. And uh, that was because that's where the training was provided and the start was given. And uh, that sort of has disappeared these days. So it'd be really important that businesses step up and bring some young folk in and put them through TAFE and help develop their future um, employees and leaders. Yeah, you're right. And as I say, it's a pet subject of mine about training younger people. Um, And the other interesting thing is that uh, a lot of the people that we have interviewed, of course, haven't had formal tertiary education, and that's not the be-all and end-all, and there's no right or wrong. But there is, uh, there's a history of our podcasts that show that they've come, as you say, they've, they've come off farms, they've come off everywhere, and they've all been had paper rounds in their early days. But it's, um, it's do what you're passionate about. And those who we've detected that they're passionate about what they do they're the ones that have been su- successful and they've got a sense of purpose in life. That's the other thing I notice. Yep, they do. And, and have a bit of a clear direction about where they're heading and where they want to want to end up, which is very good. Well, once again, comes back to planning. planning. The old, you, know, you, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And uh, one of our successes this year, Mark, in 2023, was a workshop we ran in August here in Geelong. Which was a lot of fun. That's right. But we we went back to basics in that workshop. Uh, there was there was no, I guess, new techniques or anything. But we went back to the good old fashioned SWOT analysis and the pestle analysis, and just the basic fundamentals of how to run a business and at when you're at a level where you don't have all the support you need, but don't be afraid to reach out to, well, it's a plug for us, to people <laughs> like us. Um, but business is not complicated unless you make it complicated. Correct. And uh, we're both talking about trying to run something in the new year, which we'll do. And uh, we're keen to run it in the library. So it's in the middle of Geelong so that it's central for everybody. So um, stay tuned, folks. We'll be working yes, on that. I've already started planning on that session. And it, 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 it'll be interesting. And that's good to see the Geelong Library Corporation wanting to get involved in those sorts of sessions as well. So, Bill, I think that wraps up our year. It's been fun. Yeah, it has been fun, and uh, I'm so glad that we did came that we started these. Um, and I can't see where we're going to end. It's, uh, there is a bit of work involved, by the way. Well, we will admit that, but it's been well worth it. So, thanks, Bill. Have a great Christmas. Thank you, Mark. You too, and look forward to being back in 2024. Thank you.